The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. To find out more about this talk show or other talk shows broadcasting on KUCI, log on to our website at KUCI.org or check out the latest program guide. Hi there, you're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I'm Janine. This is Get the Funk Out. And uh, featuring, I'm going to be featuring some of the films from the Newport Beach Film Festival that kicks off this Thursday. Opening night is the 27th. Let's see, did I get the date right? No, it's not this one. It's 24th. And um, one of my very special guests on today's show is lead actress Taylor Spreitler from the film Girl on the Edge which is an official selection of the Newport Beach Film Festival. And I want to tell you a little bit about it. It's based on a true story. It's extremely powerful drama from the writer of Blue Valentine and the executive producer and co-creator of Annie's The Cleaner. It follows the journey of a young girl struggling with the aftermath of a horrific trauma, the toll that it takes on her family, and the last chance she has to overcome it in the most unlikely of places. So it's my pleasure to welcome lead actress Taylor Spreitler to today's show. Good morning, Taylor. Good morning. Thanks so much for calling in. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. You are incredible in this role, in this lead role, <laughs> Girl on the Edge. I want to back up a second, and I want to ask you, how did you become an actress? Um, I, well, I was born in Mississippi, and I was doing talent shows around the area, and I got scouted to move to New York and modeled. Wow. So I did that for a while when I was younger, and then one thing led to another, and I, you know, started doing commercials and loved just being in front of the camera. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, I worked a little bit in New York, and then I I moved to L.A. when I was, like, 11. What was that like? It was quite the culture shock. Yes. I mean, just moving to New York for Mississippi in general was already a lot, but... um, Of course. L.A. was nice, you know, it was nice to come somewhere that was always sunny and didn't exactly have the seasons that New York had, and also driving places, like my mom, I just remember it was very weird, like, having to drive to auditions, because we always took the subway or taxis, so right. it was it was nice, I love L.A. That's great, that's great. And how did you find your way into this powerful role in this film? I, um, I met with Jay, he called me in, and I went to uh, meet with him at his studio, and I remember being, it was very intimidating, you know, because I, I, as soon as I read the script, I was like, I have to have this role. Like, I will do anything. Really? You really connected with it? I really did. I loved it. Um, and, yeah, so I met with Jay, and luckily he, you know, saw my passion and how much I loved it and how much I wanted to tell the story. And I didn't know, um, you know, when I had first auditioned for it, I didn't know that it was based on a true story at the time. Oh, yeah, so I loved it even not knowing that. And then when I found that out, I fell in love with it that much more. Sure. What was it like playing that role? Because it is a true story and it's very edgy and very timely. Um, you know, it was hard, but at the same time, it's something that, you know, dealing with social media and all of that stuff, something that I could relate to in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but also it's just, you know, it, it was a challenge because you, you want to do it justice. You know, you're not just going in and, 
right. playing a simple role that you you hope it turns out well and you hope that you you know do a good job. It was I wanted to tell the story the right way, and all of us did. So that it made it a lot easier that our our entire crew, you know, we we shot this movie in eighteen days. Really, that's fast. Yeah, we shot it, and I was also filming my TV show Melissa and Joey at the same time. So it oh was gosh. the most challenging eighteen days, but the most rewarding. You know, now that we hear stories that it's changed people's lives and it's changed people close to me, so it was it was very gratifying. I saw on Facebook, uh, Jay Silverman mentioned. Uh, it's getting incredible accolades, especially at the Houston Film Festival. Yeah, which is very cool. You know, you we could never imagine the... You always want the response, but you never know what it's going to be uh, when you finish it and how, you know, it's going to turn out when you're done filming it. So it's been very nice to see people receive it the way that they have and love it as much as we loved making it. Do you know people that have gone through a situation like this? Or obviously you've probably heard of stories because it's so... It is very timely. Yeah, I mean, you know, especially where I live and especially problems with social media and all of that stuff, I, I'm surrounded by the the perils of how bad social media can be and how, you know, you have to be very careful of how you use apps. And um, I, you know, and doing this film and meeting people, it's been, honestly, it's been very life-changing hearing these young people's stories and how brave they are and mm-hmm. how brave their families are and going through this. You know, it's, I always hear that it's the hardest thing. I'm not a mother. I'm not a father. But... Um, mm-hmm sending your child away, how difficult it can be. So it's very touching to me to be able to see that they have something they can relate to, a movie that they can watch together and they understand it and, you know, something that's brought them that much closer or changed people's minds to go get help. Right. I just want to let listeners know, if you're just tuning in, we're talking with Taylor Spreitler, the lead actress in Girl on the Edge, a film by Jay Silverman, and it's uh, premiering at the Newport Beach Film Festival. How would you describe this film for those that don't know much about it? Well, it's a true story about a girl who um, got caught up. She lost herself, as most, you know, teenagers do. She was trying to find herself, and she got a little off the path, and it's about just her story of, you know, what exactly happened to her, the sexual trauma and the, um, you know, drug abuse and substance abuse she went through, Um, and misusing of apps and, you know, the Internet and all of this, and her journey of becoming who she wanted to be and, you know, becoming a very strong and brave human being. I do love the idea of the, you know, I don't want to give the film away, but when she goes away, it's it's not your typical place she goes away to, and it's life-changing. It is, and, you know, you hear stories about people who have tried these very, um, you know, basic methods of what people think when you go away, what you should do and all of this, and how it, it didn't work and how, you know, going to, uh, not to give anything away, but she does, she does go to a wilderness program. That's what our movie is about, and... Um, just how different it is and how different the treatment is. And, you know, it has, unfortunately, it has such a stigma on it about people don't believe in it. But right. I've heard firsthand stories. I've met the people. And, yeah, it's, it's a very cool. It's very cool places. It, it is crazy. There are social stigmas about therapy. And, and what's nice is it does raise the awareness of, you know, there's so many challenges that adolescents do face. Um, but there are so many options, you know, new options for for therapy that people might not even have thought of. Yeah, well, and wilderness is not, it's not actually even a new therapy. It just has such a um, bad name for it, you know, for so long. And yeah, you're, you're right. People think that, you know, when you go to therapy and you go get treatment, you're weak. But mm-hmm. really, you're that much stronger because you realize that you have to change something about your life. And, yes. you know, it takes very brave individuals to go out there and to 
do that. It's not an easy thing to do. Even filming a movie about it was not an easy thing to do. Is the facility, was it pronounced Maheo, M-A-H-E-O? Yeah, Maheo. Is that a real facility? It is based off of a real facility called um, Uinta. So, yeah, it's not the actual name, but it is based off of a real place. And I read that writer, producer, and director Jay Silverman was actually invited to speak before Congress in uh, June 2014 on the subject of making these facilities like Maheo more access- accessible to the general public. I think that's great. Oh, yeah, it's amazing. You know, that's another... Jay is so very passionate about it, so I'm very... I am very proud to be able to know someone like Jay who is making such a difference in people's lives and really getting the word out there about wilderness programs. You know, one of the things I don't want to forget to ask is, because the theme of this show is Get the Funk Out, do you have advice for teens that are going through a tough time? I mean, I'm sure you can relate to, you know, this is what helped me perhaps get through this difficult emotional time, you know, whether it's a relationship with somebody or whatever. Um, You know, I... I am very close with my parents. I have a very, I'm lucky that I have a very open, um, I'm very able to have open conversations with my parents and tell them things and, you know, not be judged and then be there for me and help me with, through them. Um, I understand that everyone doesn't have that though. So, you know, just reaching out for help. Like it's not, I feel like it's a lot of teenagers too. We want to, we know everything. We have to know everything. We're always right. So it's very hard for us to ask for help. But yes. we don't know everything. We're very young. And, yeah, I think it's just able to be able to ask people. Even, you know, we have everything at our fingertips. We have online. We, ha- we have the Internet. We have our cell phones. We have everything. So it's very, it's a lot easier for us to find someone to talk to. Yes. Um, so yeah, so you know, it's interesting, Taylor. I have two daughters, 15 and 12, and I always tell them, tell me anything and everything even if you think it's going to upset me or whatever, I just want you to be able to not have any concern about opening up. Yeah, exactly. Well, and, you know, I think it helps a lot because you parents know better. <laughs> they really do. They've, yeah. they've been teenagers, and I think as teenagers, we forget that. We think that, you know, you guys just became parents. You never grew up. Like, you right. never went through the things that we went through. Exactly. We um, don't get it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I think that that's very, don't be afraid to ask your parents for help because they have, they've been there. Right. And growing up is tough. I mean, there's so much. I feel like growing up today is so much faster. And is this, there's so much competition. And then you've got stuff that goes on online and people judging you and how many likes you get on this picture when you think you look great and people don't like it. And it's just harsh. Oh, yeah. It's very different to, you know, grow up in a world with social media and the Internet. It's a completely different element because it's a lot easier for people to bully from sitting behind a computer screen when they don't have to see you face-to-face and face the consequences, really, because, you know, it's the Internet. Nothing can really happen to them, they don't think. Exactly. And people need to think, the teens need to think twice about these apps. I I read something recently where some girls downloaded an app and it could actually track where they were and then the police came or, I don't know, some crazy story, but... You really have to think twice about your privacy. You really do. You know, it's crazy, especially in my industry. Like, we, it's very much we use social media as a tool to promote what we do. And, you know, I, I've had to go through, um, like, even not like classes, but mm-hmm. definitely sit down meetings with people and understand how to use social media the right way because it can be a great tool. Yes. Or it can be absolutely horrible. You know, you log on to your Twitter every day and you see people saying these horrible things about you and, you know, not everyone's oh. going to like you, but right. it's, it's a lot harder to see it that way when you're faced 
with it every day, seeing someone write things about you. So, yes. yeah, I definitely think, and, you know, like, now apps can see your locations, and, uh, yeah, it's very strange. Scary. Like, Scary. My friends, like, Instagram a picture, and it'll have what restaurant they're at, and I'm like, that's <gasps> insane that... <laughs> Yes. That's very scary that it does that. So, yeah, I think you just have to be very aware of how you're using it and what you're using and, you know, what you're putting on the Internet because it's true. What you put out there stays there forever. Right. I feel bad for people that are so high-end celebrity because we have such a crazy uh, bunch of people that are like stalkers and, and, and co- they commentate, oh, they're at this restaurant and here's what they're eating and they're doing and, and they just crazy paparazzi-like people. Yeah, and it's, you know, there's been this, it's so crazy to me how celebrity has become celebrity. Like, you're no longer a person, you're just a celebrity. And I think people forget that, like, yes, we are on TV shows, we do movies, we do all these things, but we also go home and, you know, for me, I'm a regular 21-year-old, I hang out with my friends, I come home and hang out with my family and eat dinner like a normal person. Exactly. And I think people just forget that. Do you have moments where you're like, I'm not going online, I'm not going to check Twitter, because I'm sure you have to take a break because it's too judgmental. Yeah, I do. And it's, you know, it's also hard, like, trying. It, it, yeah, it is. It's hard because you never you never want to see that stuff about you. But then you have to learn that it's like, okay, this is who said that. Yeah. Obviously, there's something <laughs> going on in their lives. If they're comfortable enough to sit up behind a computer screen and, you know, say horrible things about this 21-year-old girl they don't personally know. Yes. I don't know if you saw that story recently about the ESPN um, reporter. Well, she I don't know what role she has at ESPN, but she was basically bad-mouthing a woman at a parking lot. It was, it was, it was all on camera, and she knew she was on camera. And I thought, oh, come on. I mean, it was so mean. I, I don't think you saw it. Um, but no, I didn't see it. I mean, I know what you're talking about. I didn't watch the video, yeah. though. It's just, you know, people just have to watch how they behave, how they act. It's crazy. Well, and the thing is, is, you know, she gets shamed because it was caught on camera and because right. she's a public figure, yet how many times has, you know, someone else been in a parking lot and said that and they just don't get yes. asked like, because it's not made public. Right. No, absolutely. Absolutely. So I want to talk to you about other things you've done. Um, I know, I think you had mentioned you were recently in an independent film, Three Day Test, or did you not mention that earlier? I can't remember. Uh, no, I, okay. yeah, that was... That was fun. There was also another movie we shot in 21 days. These indie movies come very fast. <laughs> that is fast. Yeah, I don't think people realize that when they watch these. Like, it adds a whole other element, I think, when you watch it. And you're just like, wow, okay, that was done in three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so what was that like, working on that film with uh, director Corbin Benson? That was a great time. I, you know, I've been very lucky in the movies that I've made. I have made some of my best friends while doing them, um, oh, you know, nice. like St. Graham from Girl on the Edge, who plays the very bad guy in our movie, he is actually one of my best friends, oh. and Three Day Test, it was the same way, I became very close with one of our PAs on it, who is still one of my best friends to this day, so that was very cool, but um, that movie was, you know, it was weird for me, because I had just turned 18 when I filmed it, and it was my first time, like, being on location without my family, mm-hmm. so I became very close to everyone on that set very fast, because I was like... <laughs> I'm alone. I know. I don't want here. <laughs> Adopt me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's great. I mean, it, you do form these long-term relationships on these films, I can imagine. Yeah, you do. You know, you become very close to people very fast because you're also spending 12, sometimes over 12 hours a day with them. Wow, that is a long day. And then how do you cram in everything else in your life? Wow. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> <laughs> When you film movies like that, everything else just kind of gets pushed to the side. Exactly. 
Now, I also read you were with, um, you actually worked with Burt Reynolds in Category 5. What was that like? So that that was very interesting. I um, knew someone who was producing a movie there, and it was about uh, Katrina. It was about Hurricane Katrina, and, you know, I had lived, I was in California when Katrina hit, but my family was there, like my sister was there, and I was not able to get a hold of my family for a very long time, for like days after, so I didn't know if anyone was okay. It was very scary. Awesome. And when they came to me and they were like, we have, you know, we're doing this movie about it. Um, it's only like two days that we need you. It's a very small role, but would you be interested? And I was like, are you kidding me? Like anything. I filmed it in my hometown. Like I filmed it in the town that I was born in. I stayed at my grandparents' house. Look at that. How did that work out? It was just, that's just where they ended up filming. You know, luckily, uh, a lot of movies are starting to film in Mississippi now. There's a lot of tax incentives and, um, yeah, it just happened to be perfect. I... Perfect. I filming my TV show, and I rapped, and I flew to Mississippi for the weekend, and I shot everything, and I actually played uh, Chelsea Kane's younger version, who was actually on another ABC Family show. So it was very weird how intertwined this movie became. <laughs> that is really interesting. Yeah, so it was a lot of fun. What's up next for you? What's going on? Well, uh, we just wrapped our final season of Melissa and Joey. We uh, start airing in June, I believe. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I'm just, you know, kind of hanging out. I have little things here and there. Um, nothing that, unfortunately, I can really talk about. That's I would okay. really love to, but I haven't gotten the, <laughs> the green light yet. Okay. And you'll be at the world premiere at the film Girl on the Edge? Yes. As long as I, as, as of now, I will be there. Oh, good. I wanted to mention that it is premiering at the Newport Beach Film Festival coming up this week. There is a trailer on my blog, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. And the website is girlontheedgethemovie.com. Do you have a website as well? Yes, it's uh, taylorspiler.com. But I'm more active on Twitter, which is also my name. Everything's my name. Okay. <laughs> Very easy. And no, no negative comments, people. <laughs> yeah, don't be mean. <laughs> I will come out and find you. <laughs> <laughs> Any advice for teens that want to get into acting? You know, my number one advice has always been... Make sure it's something that you really want to do. Kind of test it out. Take some acting classes. Maybe do a school play. Maybe do community theater because it is not as glamorous as people like to think that it is. We work very long days and, you know, it's a lot that goes into it. People only see really the good side of it, which it's great if you love what you're doing. But if you don't, you're going to be miserable. So make sure it's exactly what you want to do before you jump on the crazy train of this industry. (laughs) Crazy train. That's a perfect way to describe it. (laughs) (laughs) So I want to mention, I didn't uh, throw out the screening time is Monday, April 27th. So next Monday at 5 o'clock is Girl on the Edge at Newport Beach Film Festival. Taylor, thank you so much for calling into the show. Yes, of course. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, and I, I just loved you in this role. It's a really powerful film. Thank you so much. All right. You be well. Take care. All right. Bye. Bye. That was Taylor Spreitler calling in, talking about her lead role on the film Girl on the Edge, a film by Jay Silverman. At some point, Jay is going to call into the show. He wasn't available today, uh, but the film is receiving rave reviews, which is fantastic. It's an official selection of the Newport Beach Film Festival. And again, it is going to be debuting next Monday, the 27th at 5 o'clock. And if you visit the Newport Beach Film Festival website, It'll have all the info. If you missed any part of this morning's show uh, with my conversation with Taylor, it will be up on my blog about an hour after we wrap. Again, the blog is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. 
going to take a little break, and then when we come back, I'm going to be joined by another guest, actually two very special guests. They've been on my show before, and we're going to be talking about Weaving the Past, Journey of Discovery, and this film is going to be at the Frida Cinema in Santa Ana for an exclusive engagement from Saturday, May 2nd to Thursday, May 7th. And Walter Dominguez, the producer, director, writer, and his wife, executive producer, Shelley Morrison, of Weaving the Past, Journey of Discovery, from Chasing Light Pictures, LLC, are going to be joining me around 9.30. So we'll take a little break, and then we'll be back with them. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. This is Get the Funk Out, and I'm your host, Janine. <laughs> 